Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Kicker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O Steve, and I'm back. Just like that. Like cook crack. Like what Fat Joe say. But I'm also here with my brothers. The team is back together again. I know y'all miss me a little bit, but it's all good if you didn't, because I don't really give a damn. But at the end of the day, we here. Voltron has been formed yet again. <laughs> so we're back in the building. Yo, we got a great episode for y'all today. This is for all my smokers out there. You understand? Oh, even my enthusiasts, even the ones that don't smoke, you know, y'all are like social smokers. Y'all show up and y'all be like, yeah, I smoke. And y'all be choking over there in the corner. And you be like, dog, what, what are you? Okay. So um, this is for all my edible eaters. This is for all my uh cookers with the, uh, you know, that love to infuse your food with uh marijuana. Um, make sure y'all do it responsibly. <laughs> But nevertheless, man, we got a great episode for all my 420 celebrators, as well as we'll be talking about the up and coming Method Man versus Red Man. I mean, it's only right. So not only not only that, we're going to bring to you our favorite, your favorite, not ours, but yours, your favorite segments. We got what's in your speakers with G. Mm -hmm. And then also we got the news, the weekly tea with Tommy T. So without further ado, if you can please like, share, subscribe, comment, do whatever you want. This is for the people. Here, you can have it. This is a gift. We ain't going to put no bow on it because we don't like to rap. We're a bunch of men. But at the end of the day, (laughs) this is for you. So can you please, please, wherever you're catching us at, whether it's YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe. Also, go go, go, go check us out on the website, too. And I don't care. Send us an email. Talk to us. Say something. But let's get to it. I'm back. What's what's up, man? Hold on. Before we do anything, bro, can we just say nobody does an intro like Steve? Man. Dog. Hey. That's a fucking intro, dog. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you bring us in. That's how you bring somebody in, man. For now man. on, you bring us in like that. Man, I would have been here if it wasn't for... Well, I ain't going to blame it on Delta. I mean, it was a couple minutes late, but then yeah. we threw everything off and we missed our... our <laughs> we missed our little trolley... Not trolley, our, our van to get back to the yeah. hotel to pick up our card and we ran just into a lot traffic. of stuff. Domino yeah, effect. This, this cool. one meant... I was like, man, we held gracious. you down, though, man. We had a great, uh, great show last week, man, without you, so... I hear we missed you, but you know, it is it what it is. That's great. Yeah. So, hey, shout out to my brothers, man. I don't think y'all understand. We got a team over here. Man. Hey. Yeah. Fucking dream team over here, man. Absolutely. Big three. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Big three in this time. Man. That shit's crazy, man. But no, man, I'm good, man. How about y'all, man? Feeling good, feeling doing great. Doing good, doing good, doing good. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve, yeah. you was uh, you was coming back from WrestleMania then, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Uh, we spent. How was the, it, man? Man, it was. Hey, WrestleMania is like nothing. Uh, it's like none other. Like, um, this is my second time going, but I haven't been in like ten years. So yeah. it was actually yeah. my son's first time going. Um, so a great memory for him. Uh, we got to be in the, you know, it was in Tampa, so it was at the outside stadium. The first time I went, it was on the inside in Atlanta. 
Um, but man, it's nothing like WrestleMania. Plus, and then I mean, at that before then they didn't have two nights, so there was two. It was two nights, so we were there for the first night, and uh, it was just spring break, so we also chilled, hung out in Florida, well, in Tampa. We went to Bush Gardens. Yeah. Hey, Bush Gardens is huh. underrated. I'm it is. Honest. It I is. I have never. That was my first time going. But I never had like the feeling of like, man, I want to go to Bush Gardens. I was always like, Bush Gardens. Like, Sound nah. right, though. <laughs> yeah, like, like dope, nah, dope, man. I went but to one in there. Yeah, and then I got there. I was like, what? I got on this, we got on this one ride called the, um, I want to say it was crap. What's it called? I want to call it the Tigers, but that might be wrong, but it has something to do with the Tiger. When I tell you, this thing took off so fast. I wasn't ready. And I ain't been on, mind you, I ain't been on the roller coaster in probably about a year or so. So, yeah. you know, since the pandemic, I ain't really been, I ain't been to nobody's thing part. So when I tell you it hit me in my chest, <laughs> <laughs> it went up and I couldn't breathe. I thought I was going to pass out. But man, my son's big, my son's first big roller coaster and he hopped on there. He was ready to go and we rode a couple before we got up out of there. Yo, shout out to the theme, shout out to the theme park. Cause uh like I know folks are like, what in the hell? You went to a theme park and stuff still going on? Yeah, we did. But the way they did it was it wasn't packed. You had to, it was pretty much like you had to reserve. Mm -hmm. So you reserve you, you know, you buy your tickets, pretty much your your reservation. So if you didn't have a ticket or you didn't reserve. You couldn't just come in there like, you know what I'm saying, like normal. Yeah. So it was a lot of social distancing, distancing that was hand sanitized. Was little stations where you can wash your hands everywhere. Um, the staff were great. They, you know, like if they saw you without a mask on, oh, they was hounding you at. Like I saw this lady. She was, the crazy thing, this lady was like a cashier and like the little lunch, you know, the little lunch line when you, when you go to the theme park to get something to eat. And these two white boys, we were walking out. It's at the end, like the theme park is closing and it doesn't stay open all night either. It closed at like eight. So we were yeah. heading out and these two white dudes took out their mask and like, you know, they weren't out the door, you know, out the gate yet. This lady hounded them all the way. Like, hey, sir, put on your mask, put on your mask, yeah. put on your mask, put on your mask. Like they are not playing. At all. So uh shout out to Bush Gardens and the good staff over there at Bush Gardens. Man, we had a good time, man. Had a good, good. time. And the last good. one long at all. So that's that's, that's the, up, the best thing right there. But yeah. Yeah. But WrestleMania was great. Florida was great. Actually going back to <sighs> Miami uh in a couple of weeks. So um man, if you if you're a wrestling fan and, and you and you haven't been to WrestleMania, uh fine, you know. Find that, find that time, find that one, because it, it is one of the once in a lifetime deals. Because it's high, it's like it's like the super. Well, it's like the Super Bowl. Damn, they're bigger than the Super Bowl, uh, in some cases, because yeah. it's something there for everyone. But man, it was a great time, man. That's what's up, man. I need to find my way to somebody's theme park soon. I haven't been to a theme park since like two thousand and four, maybe two thousand five, maybe. Yeah, you gotta go. Hey, I say go. You yeah, I say go, man. Yeah, I, I like roller coaster. They cool. But when you <laughs> was talking about your, your chest and shit, like I, it made yeah. me think about the first time I did get on a roller coaster, like a real one. It was at Six Flags in St. Louis, and they got a ride there called the Mister Freeze, and it shoots you out the tunnel, oh, yeah. and then you go up, and then you gotta come back down and shit. It was 
it was crazy. <laughs> I was not prepared yeah, yeah. at all. <laughs> I was not prepared. I was I was sitting on that joint and it was like I couldn't even breathe for like the first ten seconds because it was just like, damn, we moving fast. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And this one was like the uh they said it was the in Florida, it was the tallest um what they call it. Crap, I don't know the exact language for it, but it's basically uh, um, not accelerated. It's another word, but basically, you know, what I'm saying one of the fastest ones, ones that you know normally roller coasters take, you know, start off slow, but this is one where it, it pretty much shoots you, yeah. and you're catching like it's going. It, it gets up to sixty miles an hour, so mm. yeah, it's no joke. <laughs> it's no joke. Uh, but man, that's cool. Man. Definitely. I, I know it sounds crazy, but this might be one of the best times to go to a theme park because it's not crowded. There <laughs> ain't nobody in that. Jacket. It probably is the best time. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody not thinking like about that. going. Yeah, that's like a few weeks ago when we went to the zoo here. Um, it was the same way where you got to reserve your ticket ahead of time, so you can't just like walk up and buy another ticket. Um, and it wasn't a whole mm-hmm. lot of people in there either. So. If you had the time, mm-hmm. it was the perfect time to be there because it ain't nobody in there jo- at all. And we got to like the section with the elephants and shit, and there was nobody over there. And the elephants was like right up close to the fence, so you could like see them and take real good pictures and shit. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like this shit would like, never happen. Like they, uh-uh. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it seemed like that because Bush Gardens has a, a zoo part to it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, the animals look like they, you know, feel a little more comfortable, like instead of like a million people traveling over each right, other. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> so nah, man. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what's take up, advantage man. of the time. Cause when stuff get back to one hundred percent, oh, it's over with, bro. Yeah. It's gonna be a flood. <laughs> it's gonna be ugly, man. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be ugly. Well, right. All right, let's go uh, jump into the show, man. Let's I'm gonna, do uh, it. Kick us off with this. What's in your speakers for the week? Um, this week was a good week, man. Uh, not because I listened to a whole lot of music, just because it was a good week. Uh, I listened to because a guy that I know named Omega Forte he posted online and he was uh, he posed the question because I think Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine got a show together. Mm-hmm. And he was like, who do y'all think is like, you know, the better lyricist or whatever? And I was just like, bro, it's it's really hard to argue against Lupe just because of his song Mural. It's just really fucking hard to, to argue against Mural. So I went to go listen to Mural, um, which is like a seven minute song with just fucking bars that go over everybody's head and shit. Um, so I listened to that um, this past week. I added to the uh, acronym music this discography online. So I uh, listened to them two projects that we put up, put up uh, Consumption and then uh, Greg's List 3. Uh, so I listened to those. And then I uh, I remembered after the show last week, I forgot to go back and listen to it because Jay Discreet was talking about Saha the Prince. Mm. And I was thinking about the Black History Project. So I went back to listen to the Black History Project while I was in the gym working out. And I went to go listen to Barry White and like uh, Mandela and um, I think 316 and um, what's the other one? Uh, shit, I can't remember the name of it. It's a uh, damn. 
fuck it. But anyways, I was listening to Black History Project. It's a really good take. Really good. Really, really, really good rap. Shasai the Prince, that's what he do. He do some real good stuff. Um, so that's pretty much it, bro. That's it. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. I just listened to a few songs, uh, a couple of little projects and shit, yeah. Because I spent a lot of time just listening to them uh, older projects. Like I said, dropping them ones that uh, we did as academics, which is why I got my hoodie on and shit today. But uh, dropping those few just because I feel like, bro, they need to be up, bro. We shouldn't have them just, just tucked away or people mm-hmm. can't listen to them and shit. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, and right before I got on, I was just listening to a couple of tracks um, just because we're talking about 420. Like one specifically, it's a song called Smoke Two Joints. I don't know if y'all ever heard that joint, but I'm going to have to send it to you if you ain't never heard it. It's a fun-ass song. Bro. It's, it's hilarious. But uh, it's pretty who, legit. Uh, who who's who the is artist? the artist? Yeah. Uh, the artist is, it's a, I think it's a group. It's called The, the Toyes, T-O-Y-E-S, or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's just called Smoke Two Joints. And they just be like, I smoke two joints in the morning. <laughs> I smoke two joints at night. <laughs> I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Because at the evening, like, I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints. And then I smoke two more. <laughs> so, uh, they used to be my shit back in yeah. the But uh, tell me what you've been on this week, man. Man, this week. First off, I want to start with... Uh, D Smoke um, with his virtual concert last night, man. Um, How was that? It was dope. Like, I'm I'm already a fan of D Smoke, but I started to think about, like, he brought his whole family out. His whole family is, is talented. You know, Sirs, his brother, his mother was, a, a, I think, a singer from back in the day. Um, yeah. His cousins do music. Um, he His wife is a violinist who was out there or his fiance, which I thought was dope. Every time I hear about a violinist now, because my wife, I always be like, I used to play it. It's like the most random thing that she ever done outside of her playing softball. We'll get into that later. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, His wife was uh, the violinist there. A hometown friend was the uh, trombone player. Family member was um, trumpet and, and, and saxophonist. Like, dude, it, it was like a, a dope little scene, man. He brought Toby out. Um, uh, BJ, the Chicago kid, was there. Um, okay. Like, dude, like, BJ, the Chicago kid, we said this a few weeks ago. Dude is dope. <laughs> like, everything he's on is a, is a smasher to me, man. <laughs> I be like, damn, he had nothing bad off this whole time. I think it was when we were talking about uh, Chica. And uh, yeah. her album that he was on with her, um, but no, nah, it was a, it was a very dope experience, and it made me want to participate more in in stuff like that. Like when people yeah. do virtual concerts and stuff, it makes me want to like be a part of it, you know? Because you had your your people on the side, your uh, your chat on on the side where you could do the chat. Um, it reminded mm-hmm. me of when we do our. Uh, live stream with the Married at First Sight on Sundays. Um, how people are right there on the side talking and, you know, we're just doing our thing and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun, a lot of interaction between people and stuff like that. So, um, 
just kind of seeing the range of where we can go with concerts and how effective it is. And then it reminded me of verses as well. So um, what else have we listened to this week? Um, I don't know how you say this, but La Makina, the album by uh, Conway the Machine. Bro, he got a song on here with Two Chains is dope as hell. He got a song on here with Ludacris and JID is dope as fuck too. Um, I listened to like one song with Big Scar, um, Big Grim Reaper. It was the song with him, Pooh Shiesta, and Gucci Mane. Uh, what is it called? Balling in LA. It was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see. Bone Thugs and Harmony, Mystical, uh, Queen Naja. I think that's how you say her name. Naja or Naja, one of the two. Misunderstood still. She came out with an album. Um, bro, it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe, man. It's, it's a dope album um, to listen to. I listened to uh, Young Buck. I was watching the 85 South show and they had Young Buck on there. And I was trying to figure out what song that him, that T.I. and Ludacris was beefing on and stomp. And stomp, um, yeah. Stomp. <laughs> I, yeah. I had never paid attention to, well, I guess I did back then, but I had forgot, like, you know, they had a little beef right there and like what was said. So I listened to Young Buck, um, Straight Outta Cashville album because of that. that song. Yeah, but bro, it's dope. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Tip and Luda ain't have no little beef now. <laughs> I mean, like, it, 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 I say wow. low beef because it, it, you know, it it stayed on wax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And no, nah, it know, didn't stay on wax. Did they get the fight? It, it definitely didn't stay on wax. Yeah, his manager Shocker. I don't, bro. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't forgot all about that, man. I'm talking about well, between them two, it, man. It it was. I call it a little beef because it's it's irrelevant now. You know. It wasn't something that, that oh, you, yeah. like, I remember, you know? Mainly because oh. it's like I wasn't, like, I stopped listening to Young Buck, but probably. Anyway, um, what else we listened to? Tupac, listen to Tupac. Hmm. All Eyes on Me album. Um, How you end up there? I have no clue. No clue, dog. <laughs> like, I, I, I could not tell you, dude, like, I was like, just listening to it. Like I was listening to something. I think I was watching something. And uh, I was just like, I'm finna listen to Tupac because I always listen to Biggie. So I'm gonna listen yeah. to Pac. And then, so I, <laughs> all eyes on me and me against the world. Yeah. Um, those two albums. But I want to check out Machiavelli again and uh, his first one, his very first album. Uh, with uh, I think Digital Underground, he was still with them, but like separate. Like that was his solo solo album or whatnot. Uh, what is okay. it? Uh, Strictly for my niggas, or yeah, that one. Or like Tupac- I get around other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Pocalypse, man. I ain't. I don't think I ever listened to that one. Anyway, I yeah. So I, I don't know I how I got, got to Tupac, but yeah, like that's how I started the week off. But um. Mm-hmm. And then I've listened to a bunch of songs uh, pertaining to weed. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. But that's my week, though, man. All right. Steve on the uh, 
return. I might bounce back. Like two, three, D, oh. four, five. What you got for uh this week, man? I know you've been traveling this emotion. What you got? <laughs> gotcha. Uh so man, I got man. All right. Let me see what I'm gonna start without <laughs> going too deep, because I pretty much got two weeks worth of music to share with them. No, um, I ain't got so- to scroll. <laughs> man <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um for me whenever i'm in florida i have to listen to khalid uh, <laughs> i don't know why um but some about him and his music uh and i'm not dj khaled for 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 some of you but khalid mm-hmm. uh the singer so um i pretty much got on his page on on, on itunes and just kind of let his stuff roll Cause we just enjoy uh, listening to that as well as um, a lot of R and B. So mostly in Florida, it was a lot of R and B. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign, um, Apple Music mixes, the Brown Sugar, Apple Music R and B, New and R and B, Apple Music, and then we came across something that um, I was not expecting. And do y'all remember the group Rough Ends? No. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew what the song that they had. Um, what was it? Was it? I don't want to find no more. Uh, well, whatever. They're an old group. And they put out an album, which was kind of interesting. Look, I didn't get through it, but it's called The Rebirth. If you know who Rough Ends are, if you remember their uh, song back in the day, it was probably in like high school, middle school, when they uh, was putting out music. So uh, I listened to like a couple tracks and then I switched it. Uh, wasn't totally in the mood for it, but <laughs> I just clicked on it just because uh, it's always interesting because I never n- knew what happened to them. <laughs> I don't want to call them a one hit wonder, but they didn't, you know, they didn't have too much stuff for that one song that they had back in the day. Um, and I wish I knew the exact name of it. Actually, if you give me a second, probably pop up. Uh, Is this some, someone to love you? I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. started playing with someone to love you. <laughs> yeah, that one and uh and no more. I don't know no more. Thank you. <laughs> I do remember so, someone to love yeah, you. Yeah, Yeah, so uh, those two songs, if you remember them, yeah. So they put out an album, you know, <laughs> a couple uh about a couple weeks ago. So uh, if you're a reference fan and you wanted to figure out what happened to them, hey, they dropped something. So they, obviously they're still all right. Um, from there, of course, uh, you know, um, X passed. So uh, it, it, I ain't got to tell you how much I loved X. <laughs> you know, X was my guy for mm-hmm. a long time. So um, it actually took me on. It, it's crazy because we was on my son's spring break. And last time we was on my son's spring break, we were in Florida. Uh, Nipsey passed and yeah. then I'm on spring break again with my son and X passed so uh, man I got mm-hmm. in the list to some Nipsey and some uh, DMX while I was uh, out as well so uh, man rest in peace to X man um, from there man uh, I got on some money man man grow God I guess it's suitable for this week because on his album cover he looks like he's immersed in a a lot of weed on his uh <laughs> on his cover, which is pretty cool because like the hair and the facial hair, uh it's a pretty cool cover. But man, I saw this some money man. I went and listened to this. It's called Grow God. Go check it out. It's Money Man anyway. Uh Money Man is dope. <laughs> um from there, Rick Ross, Trilla. You know what's crazy? Mm-mm. I don't remember listening to the whole album of Trilla, but I 
I I know the album, but I never remembered listening to the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I put it on, <laughs> and I was thoroughly not disappointed. Uh, <laughs> but it's Ross, of course. Um, from there, Ty Dolla Sign, Free TC. I went back to listen to that, um, which is one of my favorite Ty Dolla Sign mm-hmm. albums, as well as um, as you know, because the whole thing about his brother, uh, mm-hmm. which I, I wonder is he out yet? I don't know. Um, but from there. Uh, I got on some Big Sean, and really it was just the one song from Detroit too, and it's just because I haven't heard it in so long. Uh, it's been a minute. This is one of those albums that I got on my phone that you know I listen to from time to time, but I really did enjoy it when it first dropped. Uh, so you know, Big Sean, where is Big Sean? It's been a little minute. He dropped something and then disappeared. Uh, yeah, but from there I, I went back because um, most of the time. Um, you know, when it comes to Boosie and Webby, I t- I'm like, man, uh, gangster music, the mixtape that, well, I kind of almost like I am, but I, I always forget to mention ghetto stories with Boosie and Webby. And I went back and listened to that. That was the PMC presents ghetto stories, Boosie and mm-hmm. Webby. And look, man, it, it, hey, it is, uh, that's just one of them classic mixtapes, man. That I, that I enjoy, and I love to see their chemistry at that age, yeah. and the music that was on there. It was just a, it was such a hood classic that you know. But that's Boosie Webby for you. Uh, <laughs> um, from there, uh, man, Two Chains. So help me God, I've been on that tough lately. I've been on it pretty tough lately, and definitely enjoying it. So, and from there, like every time I listen to Shake Your Money Maker, I have to go back and listen to every song that was sampled by, that used that guy sample. Um, mm. And I always go all the way down the list and I have to <laughs> I have to listen to each one for some reason, because that, that's probably one of my favorite songs. And then I got on a guy binge and hopped on their page and I just let the songs play. Yo. Those songs from back in the day when they had them like extended versions, it's ridiculous. Like ridiculous. It just at some point it's just too long. But the song's so good you don't realize it. Um, definitely perfect for a party. But yeah, them things are like seven, eight minutes long. <laughs> um, if you don't know who Guy is, go check out Guy and just enjoy that. You know, man, great group, old school group. I wonder if Guy gonna get a verse. Bro, who was who was the third? It was Teddy Riley, his brother. Mm-hmm. And who else? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you even said that and it completely slipped. My mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. I always get, I always get the, com- the group. I always get uh, whatever group R. Kelly was in and Aaron Hall, whatever group they was in, I always get those two groups confused. So from here, it was Teddy Riley. Um, Damien Hall, Aaron Hall, and Timmy uh, Gatlin. So I guess, I guess he came along. I guess his brother yeah. wasn't in that group there. I thought he was. Teddy Riley, Aaron Hall, and Damien Hall. So what group was R. Kelly in? R. Kelly was a uh... shoot. <laughs> Who was he in? Wasn't he in the group? Am I tripping or was he in the group? I'm sorry, Steve. Go ahead and finish your, finish your thing, man. I'm sorry. Nah, <laughs> he wasn't in that group. He wasn't in that group, actually. Not in Guy. Um, shoot, now you got me 
trying to figure out. Public announcement. That's it. Black man That's United. it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, if you remember who Guy is, man, go back, check out that old, all that old school stuff, man. Uh, but that sample from Shaking Money Maker is just that song alone, man. I love it. It always makes me feel good in the summertime. Um, from there, hey, Tommy, I already talked about it. Conway the Machine. Look here. I've been listening to Kanye, Conway the Machine for the past three days straight. My favorite song, 630, Tip Off. Bruh, that song that so hard, hard. Bro. <laughs> it's hard, period. period. I was like, damn. I'm just yo, and the song you were talking about with Luda, I'll be I'll be honest. Luda started off slow. Yeah. But once he got in his groove, mm-hmm. it's classic Luda. And he ate that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check out Conway, man. That that whole Griselda team is ridiculous, man. And do Conway Westside Gun and um and the butcher. I huh? think one of the lines that he was like, y'all think we beefing, but we, or something like that. I was like, this dude here is answering everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I glad he like, said it, too. Damn, okay. Everybody thought there was some issue, but it was like nothing. <laughs> nothing oh, at good. all. <laughs> um, yeah, like, hey, I'm like, great. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, from there, man, think man, was beefing. Big, um, um they thought that, I think they thought that Conway was going to leave because he posted something. Um, and you know how social media stuff is. He posted something a little while back. And I think we talked about it on the show yeah. for a second, the news. But he posted something and people thought it was him talking about he was going to leave and all that. Yeah. Uh, but need, yeah, but needless to, needless to say, right, that ain't the case, uh, seems like so. Um, let's hope let's hope that ain't the case okay. <laughs> yeah, right right they right. had a song at the end though that was so hard uh, yeah yeah I mean I love them because they got the wrestling references um, <laughs> in it in most of their music so man it's crazy it's dope the way they put that stuff in there and even use samples from uh, old wrestling um, like promos and, and announcers and they name songs after uh certain wrestlers and and it like captures that whole thing like him and Westside Gun are like uh, I think Butcher does it too but they like just so dope with it it's it's Mm -hmm. just amazing so um, speaking of wrestling um, if we kind of I guess I got to add it in since I I heard it while I was there Uh, Bad Bunny he has a uh, he for the people that watch you know wrestling kind of see the storylines that are going on Bad Bunny the artist has been uh uh, heavily in the storyline and surprised us as, at WrestleMania with, you know, saying his training and, and and working and actually looking like an actual, actually looking like an actual wrestling, an actual wrestling match, man. He was so hats off to him. He he killed it. But that song, he has a theme song called Booker T. If you know who Booker T is, uh, he was a wrestler, a Hall of Famer. Um, but hey, when I tell you that song hits so hard in the stadium. I was like, yeah. And everybody from Puerto Rico was like out there for Bad Bunny. So it, it was a crazy, it was crazy. It was amazing. So shout out to Bad Bunny. I guess you got a new fan here because I'm going to listen to more music from Bad Bunny because I really wasn't a Bad Bunny type of guy, but mm-hmm. I kind of am now. So we'll see, <laughs> see how that goes. Um, From there, uh, and I promise you I'm about to be done. <laughs> <laughs> from there, uh, Young Stoner Life. 
Um, well, did I mention I listen to that Big Scar? Nah. That Big Scar is it's cool. It's cool. I right, li- I right. It gives that feeling, it's cool. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It get that feeling. It's it's cool. It's cool. I like I like what 1017 got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh it just you know what Big Scar is is, is kind of interesting because it like it seemed like the song just stops. <laughs> and you be like, wait, why did it just stop? <laughs> and then it seemed like the song just start, and I'm like, this is different, but it's good. It's all right. It's all right. So go check it out. I think it's like number three now or something. Gucci mm. be posting the stats. Um, from there, Slime Language 2. Look, I wasn't gonna listen to this album. I was really gonna try not to. I'm not the biggest young thug fan, but too many people talking about it. And when I put it on, I saw why easily. Yo. Hard. Uh, it, it just it got them vibes, man. But be careful, cause young thug be saying some crazy stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. But nevertheless, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. It's got the vibes, man. And beat slapping, and it's thug doing what thug does, along with Gunna. And he got a lot of people on there, so it's kind of like a compilation type of album, I mm-hmm. guess. And uh, a lot of his, uh, I guess a lot of his artists are, are younger folks. So I like to see that anyway. But man, nah, I think it's a good album if you want something that slaps. Um, be careful with the words, though. You, you'll you get that that what moment, you know? You'll be like, what did he just say? Uh, so be careful with that. <laughs> From there, um, I haven't finished this album yet. So I'm kind of, uh, uh, I'm kind of um, disappointed. That, but Queen Naja. Yeah, misunderstood still. Yo, look here. It's a whole vibe, man. It, it's that's all I'm gonna say. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a whole vibe. It's it's amazing. Um, yeah, Queen Naja. I hope that's how we say it, but I'm gonna say it like that because it sounds. I think y'all got it right. Naja, Queen Naja. Yeah, but the album cover is dope. Um, I haven't found that breakout song that I like because uh, I haven't finished it, but just letting yeah. it. Letting it ride, man. It's um, it's a whole vibe. So, bro, I'm gonna put yeah. in contention though. Uh, and I know you probably got into it by now, but she got a song with Ari Lennox called mm-hmm. "Set Him Up." That one's straight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where uh, she talking about she gonna like I guess the they dating seat. the same dude or something like Not that. It. Yeah, yo, that song's hard because you know, originally when I first heard it, I was like, This is the boy's mind all over again, right? It sounds like uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it, but man, um, now nah, set him up is dope, uh, definitely a dope play on, I guess, women and send mm-hmm. up a guy who they're both dating. Uh, nah, yeah, I, I yeah, I agree with you. She got a song better but other than that, man. That's with it. Mulatto too, man, that went off. But I'm a oh, fan yeah. of Mulatto. I went in on that one. Oh yeah, I am. You follow on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Say less. And Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say less. Are you back on Twitter? Oh, you been on Twitter? Yeah, I've been on Twitter. I just don't use it a lot. Oh. I still ain't made it back. <laughs> Right. When we started this, we had to encourage you to get your Facebook back up. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like Steve, go on and get your go on and get your stuff together, man. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh, that's too. But funny, yeah, man. man. That's my two weeks. That's the scroll. Yeah. 
That's too funny. Looking man. at the uh the Queen Naja CD and, and it's just long, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She songs. gave you, bro. She gave you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just twenty five songs. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. gave. She you gave you some all music. the vibes she can. Yeah. I think some of the some of the music actually came out on an EP she previously released. Okay. Yeah. So it's like an album and an EP mixed in together. Okay, I might get a chance to uh, sift through some of these songs. Yeah, man. Like I said before, I ain't finna give you no twenty five. <laughs> It's just not going to happen, bro. Oh, before, <laughs> before we end this this segment, man, I want to give a shout out to Big Crip, man, with uh, Pick Up the Pace. It's uh, it's on the new uh, MLB The Show game. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is like his second or third song on a on a video game, man. So I think that's completely dope. Um, like the the actual, this is the song for this uh this video game. So, um. Yeah, not just a part of the soundtrack. So shout out to him, man. Um, that's a good look. Yeah, real good look, man. <laughs> I think that man used to play baseball. Yeah, he did, and yeah. was cold too. <laughs> that's one thing I wish I would have played, man. I wish I could like play baseball, man. But it was during track season, and for some reason, they wouldn't let me run track and play baseball. Never understood that. Yeah, so during during the same season, right? Yeah, but still, Dion did it. <laughs> Dion Sanders, yeah, he played I football mean, and track, and this this during the same time. Same, he's the only yeah. person that has scored a touchdown and and hit a home run on the same day. Talent. Right. I was just trying to. I was just trying to. It's you know, prime time for you, right? I was just yeah. trying to to put my inner prime time out on display. That's it. That's all I was trying I to do. Just, I should have just played. I should have just played. Yo, <laughs> tell me what. Tell me what I always ask. Hey, what, you gonna you gonna play? I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, Steve was fast, <laughs> man. He just never would run track. He'd be like, bro, just go run. Just come out to the team, bro. It's fun. I'm like. I had a blast running nah. track anyway. Anyway, man, let's hit this news up, man. A lot <laughs> of stuff has happened this week. Um, a lot of stuff has happened at the early part of the week that we didn't get a chance to talk to talk about um, during the last podcast. Um, first thing I want to bring up is RIP to Black Rob. He passed away, mm-hmm. I want to say yesterday or yeah. he passed away on Saturday. Yeah, um, yeah uh, kidney failure. It looks like that's what they're saying had happened. Um, he was 51 years old. And if you don't know who Black Rob is, Black Rob is the artist who gave us songs like, uh, whoa, dude, that's whoa. the only thing I think of too, man. I feel bad, but um, let me see. He gave us another song as well that was a big, a big hit. He got some others, but whoa was probably the, whoa was probably the biggest, biggest one, one, right? Yeah, I think definitely. Bread, the only thing that's going on in my head is man, that beat was hard though, man. Yeah, it was. Your man's like, whoa, 
<laughs> hey, Rob, Rob could spit too. That was the crazy yeah. thing. Like, but you know, like that's that's crazy. Balls. It's like I'm gonna have to go back and listen to him. I never pictured him as a as a lyrical artist. You know what I'm saying? It was just like man, some of those songs. I would just be like, yeah, I I only remember the chorus, but I have to remember when it came out and how old I was too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were mm-hmm. picking up on no lyrical shit nah. at that age, probably. No, of course not. I definitely no. wasn't. I don't remember none of the fucking uh, lyrics to Woe except for from the chorus. Yeah, right. But if I go back and listen to it, I'm sure there's some dope shit in there. It's just I ain't picked up on it because I wasn't listening for it. Right. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. And if, and if you caught something, it sounds totally different now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, I, I would. Um, shoot, man. Kind of going back and listening to like, I you know I I would delve delve pretty deep into artists if you know I I go pretty deep into them around that time so I was finding like other things then got older and found even more like you know up there and and in New York you know everybody is freestyling somewhere and something's getting caught uh <clears throat> caught on camera so man yeah. go back and check out if if you ain't had a chance man go back and check out the work that Black Rob put in is a reason why you know you know, people really were big on them at the mm-hmm. time. Um, even though, shoot, you probably didn't feel, you know, even if you'd feel that you didn't deserve it, if you just caught the one song, which was whoa, but yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So R.I.P. to him, man, um, and his family praying for him, uh, for his family and stuff like that. Um Man, it's it's been a heavy week, man. So I'm gonna go on and jump in it. Um, the police shootings from this this week. Um, you got one, um, the uh, Dante. I don't remember mm-hmm. his last name. Right, I think it's right. Right, yeah, Dante Wright um, was shot mm-hmm. and killed by a police officer. Who, at first, and I admit this, at first I was like, um. I don't believe that he should have died um, or been killed, but it's it's kind of like, okay, I can see the mistake without thinking about it before you guys jump down my throat, without thinking about it and just really like thinking about what they were saying, you know, because um, they were saying like the police chief who has now uh, either, he doesn't work, Resigned. he's not a police chief now. Um, he was yeah. saying that um, she made a mistake. The police officer that killed him had made a mistake by pulling her. She thought she pulled her taser, but actually pulled her gun and shot him. So what made me change my mind about like, hold on, that's that's like stupid. Um, was I watched the video like they put the body cam footage out like immediately. You know, usually yeah. it takes like. Like yeah, the, the Derek yeah, Chauvin different. case is out and we just now seeing the body footage. So yeah. they put the body mm-hmm. cam footage out like immediately and just watching it, bro, she had the, the pistol like, okay, I can pick up something two, three seconds. I realize it's not what I wanted to pick up. Right. So I put it back. She had it out for a minute. You know what I'm saying? For a minute, and being an officer for twenty some plus years, you should know the difference uh, from a pistol and a taser. You know. Um, oh, you absolutely know. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I've been. You absolutely uh, a, know. 
Right, yeah, right. A lot of, you know, a lot of stuff is starting to come out and people saying, you know, saying this or that. Uh, but I have been looking at a couple of videos and they were like, yeah, that was just, because I don't know how, how long has a taser been in effect, I guess, for them to be carrying. I don't know that exact number. Yeah, I don't but, it's, um, it's from what I've five, seen, six years. Was, yeah, from what I've seen, it's been, uh, is in fact that they have, you know, saying it's just uh, um, bad training because they say that the taser is on your non-dominant side mm-hmm. and your gun is on your dominant side. So you have to reach across to grab your taser. Um, and not to mention that it's bright yellow. It's yellow as hell. Yeah. And then they also was like, look, the weight of it is completely different. Um, but I have seen one, um, I have seen one officer that went through through it and he said, it is possible to make the mistake, you know, saying when you're mostly charged, you're not thinking about the weight. But then I have seen another officer that said that, no, nah, it's just bad training. You, you can't, you shouldn't make that mistake. Um, I've looked at the video a couple of times and, and like you tell me, I had to look and I had to, <laughs> I had to keep thinking about it over and over again. Uh, Cause the first thing that hits me is like, bro, why didn't, why did you jump back in the car? Yeah, right, right. Why did you just like that sticks out to me more than anything? I'm like, Mm -hmm. why did you jump back in the car? Just why did you jump back in the car? Um, But then looking at, you know, two wrongs don't make no right because looking at what she did, you can hear her clearly saying taser, taser, taser. (laughs) And you have this black gun out for like, you know, over a minute. And then at the end, she's like, I think I shot him. Um, So I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Um, um, you know, the like other ones, a- I'm like, yeah, you screwed up. I mean, you kneeling on somebody for eight minutes. And like we said before, when me and G said it, like we, I've, we've never completed that entire video. Um, or even the, uh, the other video where homie was getting choked out over, uh, over some, over some cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, this one is kind of weird. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, your taser is very obvious. <laughs> it, right. It's very obvious to see. Uh, but then I'm like, man, bro, why did you hop back, you in, the get back in the car? You know? Yeah. Just uh, see, I wish he And that was I don't that know. was my argument too. Was like, well, if he would have just stayed out the car, you know what I'm saying? But it's still um it's hard to say because it's like he still should be alive. You know, regardless yeah, of what of happened. Day, should be. He should yeah, still I mean, be alive. But yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's, it's a hard situation because we know there's a way out of it for the, for yeah. the police officer. Because it, it, it wasn't a wrongful stop. His tags mm-hmm. were out. Like, and that was another thing too, bro. It was like, as a black man in America, the first thing I'm gonna make sure I have is my my driver's license, and that my I'm gonna know if my tags are out. I know every year yeah. that my tags go out at the same time, so I know if I ain't got my tags by this day, I'm gonna stop driving that car. You know, now, now to piggyback on that, I will say I saw the interview of the um the police chief and a reporter did say that you know due to the pandemic you do know that 
a lot of tags are are uh, delayed and people aren't receiving them. So why wouldn't you train your officers to be a little more lenient? Um, and then I, when I heard that, I was like, dang, you know. Uh, but then also I was kind of like, then that opened up Pandora's box because you don't know when he applied for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, man, it's, it's, it's a, it's tragic, man. And it's rough because on this one, I'm kind of normally I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that was completely wrong. Period. Uh, but on this one and even going back to, um, uh, what's the kid that was shot by, um, in Chicago. Oh, I can't believe. Nah. Cause I was going to bring that Chicago? one up next. Nah, I was, I'm going back to when, um, crap. I can't remember the guy's name. The one that, uh, chasing the kid through the neighborhood. Oh, uh, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Even with Trayvon Martin, I, you know, I was like, yeah, it's, he shouldn't have died. But then I also had like that. But why you turn, like, why you turn around? Why didn't you just go home? Uh, and with this one, I'm like, why did you get in the, get back in the car? You know, like, so yeah. it's a tough one, but I still agree yeah, like, that yeah. it should not it should not have resulted in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a that's a, a really hard situation, man. That's a very very difficult situation. I'm I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, bro, why, <laughs> why is it, why is it so necessary to to like subdue people? to like take them in like right there on the spot because I had a lot of thoughts watching it. I had the same thoughts that y'all had. It's like, dude, why the fuck you try to get back in the car? And then two, yeah. like, lady, you know that's not your fucking tape. <laughs> and then <laughs> three is like, bro, why is the policy that when you see a quote unquote criminal that it's your responsibility to get them right then and there like if they try to resist, like you got to use some kind of force to subdue that person. Because the other thing that could happen is if this nigga jumps in the car, let that nigga go. <laughs> like let that nigga ride, and then catch his ass later. Like if he got pulled over for some kind of tag shit, and uh, and maybe a warrant or something. I don't remember what he said, but yeah, they found out. I would have just been like, yeah, I'd have been like, nigga, go. Like, I ain't finna do all this extra shit just to get you, bro. Like, I'm not finna be chasing after yours. One, because I don't feel like it, one. And then two, <laughs> because what the hell does that do for me? Like, what does it do for the city right. of wherever the fuck they were? Like, what does it even really do? Like, call yeah. for backup. Say this nigga got away. And they'd be like, bro, how you let him get away, girl? I, the only way I could have stopped this nigga is if I probably would have shot his ass. And I wasn't finna shoot his ass. So I'm going to let this nigga Absolutely. go and then we'll catch him and it'll be a, a, a less deadly situation mm-hmm. because it's more likely that he's going to actually like put his hands up and surrender if it's more than one or two police officers after. Like after a while you realize, damn, mm-hmm. I'm caught. And you just be like, fuck it. All right, go. But no, this nigga start shooting back or no shit. He just tried to hop in the car and get away, which is fucking understandable. Niggas run when folks trying to get them. That's what people do. Is they try to get away. You should be prepared for a nigga trying to get away from you. And yes, if nigga best, if the nigga best you, 
and get away from you. Sorry. <laughs> he said sorry. Like, take your L. Like, take sorry, your L. You, L got, you got beat that time. Like, uh, it's like the, the yeah. coyote and the roadrunner. Like, nigga, just the roadrunner got away this time. You got to come back harder next time, more prepared. Bro, stop playing. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel what y'all was saying. It's a very sticky situation. And it's like, it's not a clear cut thing where you just like either one side or the other side. It's mm-hmm. just like, damn. Like, my thing is just like the overall policy is probably faulty at this point. Yeah. Like, you pointed out the thing with the tags and shit. I know here in Houston, they just recently started giving people tickets again for tags because they had not been giving people tickets for tags since the pandemic happened because of like the backup on all of that um, paperwork and everything. So people had been riding around with drive-out tags for forever, bro. Like, I'm talking about, like, not now, but, like, maybe a couple months ago, I was still seeing people from way deep into last year who still had drive-out tags on their car. And, like, I was like, how y'all niggas still got drive-out tags? Like, I got my tags quick as hell. I bought my car in November. And I got my shit, like, two weeks later. (laughs) So it was just like, I don't know what's going on. But... I don't know. It's it, a trip, bro. Yeah, it's but crazy. That's all I got on this year. It's crazy. Then um, the thing that happened in in Chicago with the oh God, with the with the thirteen year old, I don't know what what happened, but there's no reason that this thirteen year old should be dead at all. Period. The boy turned around with his hands up, like. That doesn't make sense to me at all. The boy had his hands up. Regardless of if he made you run 100 100 yards or 100 meters, regardless of if he dropped something, he didn't have anything in his hands when he turned around and you shot and killed him. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. There's no reason that boy should be dead. And then one thing that bothered me... um, and I watch more news now because this part of the of the podcast, um, you know, I try to be prepared for certain things, just like having something to bring up. Um, so I, I, you know, I was just scrolling through trying to find more information about what's going on with that. And then something happened. So I read something that bothered me. Um, I don't usually watch Fox News, but um, it was uh, they was talking about Sean Hannity called this boy a 13 and I I put emphasis on boy because at the age of 13, I was, yes, yes, I was still a child. I was a boy. Um, Sean Hannity called, called this boy a 13 year old man and tried to justify the fact that he was killed by a police officer. He was like, he ran away from the police. He did this. He dropped something. And and that bothered me to my core because now we're looking at a child saying that he's a man. And we know at, at the age of 13, we know how we were as as those children. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Geraldo, I, Shoot, I don't man. know how you say his name. Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo Rivera. He yeah. he said something that made so much sense. He was like, we have to be sensitive to the families that are going through these things. 
And if we can't do that, then people shouldn't watch what we say on TV. Like people shouldn't watch us. I was like, I don't agree with most of the stuff that this dude says, but that's one thing I can agree with. If you can't be empathized with the people that's going through this, like with the families that's having members of their family being killed, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, report on it. People shouldn't watch like what you say about that because there's no reason a 13 year old boy should have been killed by a police officer with his hands up. You know what I'm saying? You got uh, Tamir Rice playing in a park with a, with a BB gun or a play gun. It had the orange thing on top of it and everything. Or no, I think he took the orange thing off. But before the cops didn't even get out the car, they shot this boy. 12 years old. Like, what sense does that make, man? Like, I was I was talking to a person. I'm sorry for getting so serious with you guys about this, but I was I don't forget who I was talking to. It was my it was one of my partners. And I was like, what needs to happen is the police needs to be held account more accountable than we will hold anybody else. Because you for you to make a mistake um, cost the city. Look at Breonna Taylor's case. You know what I'm saying? It cost the city. You killed a, a, a innocent. You kill most of the time. You killing unarmed people, and then you're you're causing an uproar in this thing. So it's like you need to be held on a higher accountability ladder. You know, because you look at a doctor, if a doctor makes a mistake, a doctor goes to jail. Look at uh, Michael Jackson's doctor that killed him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a mistake or he intentionally did it, but look, he went to jail for years. No questions. He lost his practice, so he can't make money doing the same thing he's been doing, you know. But then we have these officers that's killing these unarmed men and women and they get suspended for a week or two. The officer that killed, that shot uh, um, um, my guy in uh, Kenosha. I can't, Jacob, Jacob uh, Blake. Blake, yeah. Yeah, went back to work at the end of, end of March. Why is this police officer that shot a man in the back seven times in front of his kids back at work as a police officer? That doesn't make sense to me, man, at all. I don't understand that one at all. Like, come on, man. Like, this, the shit, like, the system needs to be looked at and changed completely, internally and externally. You know? Um, the, the, like, and it, it, it I'm not going to say it's all on police, but majority of the problems is on the police system and how they use it. Like, these people are supposed to be upholding the law. They need to know the law. You know what I'm saying? Like, if these people like six weeks of training and now you're a cop, no, that's not enough. You need to be able, because it, it like if that's enough, a doctor should be if you wanted to become a medical doctor you, you got to go through years of training then you have to go through years of uh, a residency. I don't know the formula that you got to go through, but I know you have to do certain things to become a CPA. You got to have so many hours as a uh, taking coursework to become a CPA. To become a CPA, you got to take a test for six, that's 16 hours long. 
you know, all together. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like for you to go through training for however long you go through training and then that's it. And then you have the continuing education part. Everybody has continuing education. Now, these guys got to come out. Like, I feel like these guys should be coming out. If you want to be a police officer, you have to come come out with at least half of a degree to say, hey, you know this information. Like me being a regular Joe on the street shouldn't know more about the law than you do because you're upholding it. So that's my that's my little soapbox, man. I'm going a, I'm to a drop the mic and give y'all what y'all say what y'all want to, man. Uh, <laughs> I only got like two things. <laughs> but on that last part, I don't... Education will help, but at the same time, if you're scary as hell, you just scary as hell. Like, it's just period. And so, you know, if we have more officers that look like us, that's from those neighborhoods that know how to deal with us, I think that'll be more beneficial. Um, but at the same time, if if you, you know, what what, what Boosie say, shoot, you <laughs> you know, you got a badge, but you a bitch and a half, <laughs> like, you know, you you give a scary motherfucker a gun. What you think they gonna do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, especially if they are already stereotyped us and so on and so forth. Um, so I mean, you know, I, I would really prefer uh, more officers that that come from those neighborhoods that know, you know, that look like us, so on and so forth. I think that would be something that would help um, because, you know. Uh, I think they brought up this statistic that I don't think any of the police officers on nope. that force nope. is even from that area. From, uh, the Dante Wright case? Yeah. yeah. Like, nah. none of them on the force is even... Lives like, in, that, in that area that they police. Yeah. 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 So, I, I think that's something that needs to change, but I know, you know, in our communities, we frown upon it, so it's kind of tough to do. Um, Especially if, especially if you're from there as well. But, uh, no, the other thing about the 13 year old boy and the fact that, see, this is the thing with guys like Sean Hannity, you ain't gonna catch him outside the house. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? You, you ain't gonna catch him outside the house. So he feels he can, he's, he's a Twitter warrior. You get what I'm saying? But one that's on the news, like you gonna say this stuff and thank you, you know. You can have your opinion. I don't really care, but he's the one you ain't gonna you ain't gonna catch. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna catch him outside the house. It'd be very rare. So of course he gonna feel like he can just say what he want. Uh, But as far as calling that boy a 13 year old man, that's BS. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Shoot, I was 15, 16, you know, 14, and we were missing with the cop over at Park Ridge. Going over to the uh, some of my homies will tell you about they go to the gate, bang on the gate, miss with them, call them all type of names, and then he drives a little car over and try to chase and you try to, you know what I'm saying, get away as fast as you can. Hell, I think that made his day because he probably was bored as hell. Uh, but you go, but as a kid, you go home, you laugh about it, just trying to see if you can get away. Is it the smartest play? No. But talk to me as, you know what I'm saying, a 30-plus year old man, ask me that question. I ain't, no, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't doing that. 
So there's no way you can convince me that he's a 13-year-old man. Yeah, nah. He's a 13-year-old adolescent boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those are my two things. Uh, but yeah, you know, Sean Hannity is, is the same as as some of these scary police. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna catch them outside uh, off duty or whatever. Yeah. Like, they just scared. So they say, they use their words and try to create, some, you know, for him, he tried to create something to keep you watching him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if somebody was snatching knot in his ass, you know what I'm saying? That'd be a different a story. <laughs> I ain't heard that in so long. It's so long, man. <laughs> man. I ain't heard that in so long. Snatching knot. Snatching knot in his ass. <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> that just brought back memories. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, I ain't heard that in so long. Oh man! <laughs> hey, when you go back in the stash and hear stuff that you you heard your grandmama and, and granddad yeah, say, you yeah. know you you know it's kind of serious. Then you like, man, I remember being told <laughs> I was gonna get a knot stashed in my ass a couple times, and you, you settle yourself down. <laughs> man, like, that's too oh, funny, oh, man. Okay, wow, damn. Yeah, some of our teachers used to say that shit to us. I can't I can't remember which teachers right now. I want to say it was one of my teachers. Her name was Miss Mayfield, but uh, and shout out to Miss Mayfield because what's funny is uh, as an adult, the same school system that I used to go to school in in Memphis, I started working for them as a psychologist, and I, I ended up running into her at one of my schools one time. That shit was crazy because it was yeah. like damn, like full circle, full type circle, shit. yeah. It was like damn, now yeah. we working together with the same students and shit. And I'm like, I used to be your student. That's crazy, but. Damn, that D used to say they was gonna snatch a knot in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny, man. Um, on some on some better news, um, black cop um in Buffalo, police officer Carol Horn. Um, you probably don't remember because I didn't know about this. Um, back in I want to say 2008, she got uh mm-hmm. fired from the police uh. uh, uh from being a police officer in Buffalo for stopping her partner from choking a, I don't know what you call these people, but it was a guy that was handcuffed already and she stopped her partner from choking a handcuffed man. Um, So she didn't get a pension. She didn't get all of these things that, you know, celebrated cops do. And her partner was able to continue on in his, with his career. Um, Fast forward to last week, um, a judge ruled in her favor by allowing her to uh, like basically reversing what happened. So now she gets her pension um, from back then. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. retro and pay, pay is pay. what they call it. Um, retro pay from then and uh, she gets a pension now and stuff like that. So congratulations to her and that fight and that, you know, that's stuff that we need to like needs to be celebrated because she prevented possibly one of these black killings from police officers, man. Um, so congratulations mm-hmm. to her about that. Um, hey, real quick. Uh, yeah. if you haven't check out the interview she had with, uh, the breakfast club, Charlamagne, God, Angeli, and DJ envy. Um, because she ain't just stopping there. She's trying to do more. Oh, for um, sure. So it's, it's, a space it's very insightful. It. So check that out. 
Okay, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. Cause I didn't even know she did an interview with them. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna check that out to to probably tomorrow or something. Um, it's it's just amazing at at that point, man. Um, another thing, <laughs> Ush Bucks. I know you guys probably heard about it, <laughs> man. So yeah. Usher Raymond is is preparing to do uh, a Las Vegas, uh, whatever they call like show residency. Um, so <laughs> this man went to the strip club um, and had money in like with him printed on it, like hundreds, twenties, and ones with him printed on it. Um, mm-hmm. Before we go any further, Usher did pay off the club. <laughs> so he paid the club. So everybody, the strippers got paid uh, for that night from him. But he was throwing money, quote unquote, Ush bucks. And the Internet went wild on it, man. It's, it's funny to hear. Yeah. Um, but it was a promotional thing for his upcoming show at, uh, in Las Vegas. Um, we was talking about this yesterday, man. I was just laughing at it because I was like, the the lady that I guess the sh- I'm seeing it from the shade room. They put on, they you know reposted it, um, and the girl that originally posted was like, and the money does not have a trade in value whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all think he should be blasted on social media for this shit? But um, and he did, he did get blasted because before we knew the story, the full story. Everybody thought he was just out here printing his own money, throwing it <laughs> and stuff like that. But um, Usher came to the strip club with Ush Bucks. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's funny, man. <laughs> oh, hey, the lies more entertaining than the truth. I'll tell you that. Man, what you said. Man, everybody was having a field day with that. Um, Versus with Red Man and Method Man are coming up. Um, by the time this podcast come out, it'll be later today. But yeah. um, I'm looking forward to it, man, just because I'm not huge fans of Method Man and Red Man. I think Method Man is a great actor. Um, I know they made a few songs. They they was at one point they were a group, right? Uh, no, nah, well, not necessarily. A, I mean, they a was group, a duo. But they were making song. They made an yeah. album together, though, yeah. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so made an album together. They were good friends, I I believe. Um, so I think it'll be more interesting on that stand standpoint. Um, their music it's only a handful of songs that I like from both of them, um, and stuff like that. So I ain't gonna lie about that. But what's y'all thoughts on the verses coming up? It should be entertaining, definitely. People a lot of weed smoke gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, people gonna. Do. They might even uh bring in some uh guests and stuff. Keep it, keep it uh keep it fun because yeah. that's all I expect. I expect it's gonna be fun to watch, be real funny, that kind of thing. Man, it'd been perfect for them to have like currency to be on there for this one, and uh, Wiz Khalifa. That's what I'm saying. You may, you don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah. this is the 420 episode, so yeah, um, you might catch us. I'm ready for the stories, man, and people like that just yeah, yeah. stepping in. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm looking I'm forward a, to it, though. I'm ready for the stories, man. 
Yeah. Uh, him and Meth and Red Man have been uh, rocking with each other for so long. And then, I mean, I mean, you got to remember how high uh, yeah. the movie, uh, as well as what Matt, uh, Red Man and Meth Man has accomplished, especially, definitely two, two of the greatest that I, I still think, you know what I'm saying, Meth is one of the most underrated. Uh, and then, you know, definitely going uh, something to be one for the ages. I think it's going to be extremely entertaining. And then for those who, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised, people that aren't familiar with all the music. And then when you hear it, you can, it's going to be one of those. That that same that you had, the Raekwon and uh, Ghostface yeah. moment yeah. that you had, I think you're about to have another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking uh, forward to it, man. That was a good feeling. Mr. Man has some has some great has some great music. Uh, definitely. So, now nah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I don't miss it. Uh, but I think it's going to be entertaining for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But that's all I got in the news, man. Y'all got anything y'all want to add or? I don't think uh, it was anything. I don't know. Let me see. No, uh, the only thing I was going to bring up was that, you know, Ice Cube, Snoop, uh, E Ford and Too Short. You remember they was talking about the whole thing about the Mount uh, Westmore group that they was gonna have together. Yeah. Um, so they finally, so they debuted the um, first single at the uh, Thrillers event, uh, the Jack Paul versus Ben Askren fight. So I didn't get a chance to hear it, um, but they definitely did debut it. So it's actually coming. So this is not one of those, I guess it's not <laughs> one of those things where they say they're going to do something and it never happens. Um, but they actually debuted that on the night of that fight. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. I put yeah, the link yeah. in the Slack, man, so I can check it out too. Yeah, I'll throw it in there. <clears throat> That's dope, man. Oh, Greg, did you have anything? Uh, I'm just uh, looking forward to uh, this upcoming weekend because Mortal Kombat coming out. So y'all I can't wait, man. I'm gonna do a review yeah. of it too, man. Man, I can't wait to watch the direct show out. I put her on notice. I was like, it's gonna be loud in here. It's gonna be ridiculous because I'm gonna be watching people get their guts torn out. Just know that's coming. Yeah. Just, just be prepared for it. Like I already got it. I put it in my calendar, man. I'm going to watch it Friday night. <laughs> Once everybody gone to bed, right. the lights out. Be oh, yeah. Everybody got to get out the way. Cause <laughs> <laughs> Leave man, me we, alone. You going to do a few by yourself? Huh? Like, ain't nobody like RT ain't going to watch it. So she might. But she knows at, at I think I, was, I said it at 10. I was like, movie night at 10. If you want to watch this movie, you come in here and sit with me. But if you don't, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Man, so she got to make the decision if she want to. I mean, we, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I got an idea. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, not going to be nice, bro. bro like, nice. I'm a, like, bro, I've been waiting on this one for a minute, too. Like, I, like, it's, it's just the first two were dope, but it's like the technology is not what we have today. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be sick, man. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Bro, I hope it do like numbers so they be. Kid. 
Right. I hope it's so they though? be like, we can do another one. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have to do another one. Watch. Yeah, you got Damn. to. But, I think um, they said that it's gonna be like beyond rated R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they said. I was like, "Whoa, children like, should right. not watch this at all, <laughs> at all, at all." No, nah, man, but I'm 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 super excited for that, man. Um, yeah, um, let's let's get into it, man. Four twenty, um, four twenty has has uh since I was in my twenties, um, has been a special day for me. Um, I don't like celebrated the way everybody else celebrates it now. But um <laughs> but in my twenties, in my college days, um I definitely did partake in the 420 uh movement and celebration. So um I don't know how we want to kick this off, man. How y'all want to start talking about it? Well first of all, Tommy you put into the Slack um like the reason that 420 is even associated with yeah. in a, a Time article. And I got a chance to kind of uh, skim through it a little bit earlier. Um, but basically, it started as some high school kids who would, at a certain time of day, 4.20 in the afternoon, would sneak out to kind of go smoke weed with each other. And over time, different interactions that they had with other people, um, it, it started to grow as, as like people knowing that that was a thing. Cause it, it's so it has humble beginnings. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it, it started humbly. It wasn't it wasn't something that was like this huge thing that was a top down thing. It didn't trickle down. It grew up. Yeah. Goddamn. So uh, that was really cool. Cause I ain't, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Um, I just took it for what it was. People said four twenty means supposed to smoke weed. I'm like, all right, cool. That, that <laughs> bad, makes that's sense. What, that's what we doing today. Okay, bet. <laughs> yeah, I never knew what the hell it was. So it's really cool that it started as something small and kind of grew from there. Cause they, they even cited that one of the guys brother had got a job like with the, or got him a job with working with the band, the grateful dead. And that kind of helped to popularize it over mm-hmm. time. Cause I guess he was still doing it yeah. while he was around the band. The band probably took to it like, Oh, okay, cool. We can smoke with you. Oh, 20 type shit. And it started to grow from there. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah. cool. man. <laughs> that's dope man um yeah. I still remember like the first time like somebody told me about 420 I didn't understand like what they were talking about I was like at that point okay it was I was in college and at that point I was already smoking yeah. so it was like why do I need a special day to smoke more than what I you know like to celebrate me smoking. Like, I don't need that. I smoke every day, <laughs> you know, consistently. And uh, it was it was just the camaraderie that we had. Like, it was like you enjoyed having smoking sessions with people where you got four or five blunts just passing around, you know. Um, now to think about it, to, to actually say that out loud, like, Brett, like, that was disgusting. What we yes. did, <laughs> yes. like completely nasty. Very and nasty. COVID, man, if COVID was around, boy, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> no way in here, bro. <laughs> I ain't passing nobody. Bro. Nothing. This is yeah. mine. You got yours, and we're all just here together. Um, yeah. but no, man, it, it it was it was a time of like like really peace and and you got a chance to really talk to to people and get to know people 
on a on a different level, you know. Um, like me and you was talking about Greg before it like uh weed had such a negative connotation um behind it because it was grouped in with all the bad drugs. Um yeah. mm-hmm. but naturally weed is is one of the most natural drugs because you don't have to do anything to it. Only thing you have to do to a drug to it is grind it. And you don't necessarily have to grind it to get what you need out of it. You know, you can put it in a bowl and smoke it, or you can, you know, um, cook with it, you know, um, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's, you know, I think, I think people, that negative connotation, like, I don't know how it was before, like the eighties before, um, what's, uh, um, the president's wife name, uh, I can't even remember the president. Um, oh. anyway, the eighties before they came out with dare and just say no to drugs and all this stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know what the feeling of weed was then. Now I don't believe like children should smoke weed just because like children shouldn't drink alcohol. They're still developing. But I don't see anything wrong with smoking weed, just like I don't see anything wrong with drinking alcohol. It's just how much you consume. You know, consumption is the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Not what you what not what you're consuming, consumption of the amount of consumption is what the problem is. So um, but yeah, man, 420 man is is amazing. I always thought it was like a Jamaican thing or something like that. Something that uh Bob Marley <laughs> Had made up. I don't know. I associated a lot of weed with Bob Marley. <laughs> um, so we we used to make up playlists. Um, one of my favorite smoking songs is Mystical Still Smoking. One and the two. <laughs> um, what else? Mary Jane by Rick James. Like, bro, it took me so long. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago. It took me like until I started smoking and paying attention that he was talking about weed. It threw out yeah. that whole song. Um, Scarface did a song called Mary Jane. I just realized that uh, mm-hmm. like last week. I was like, damn, how I didn't know this. But um, yeah, man, 420, man. And it's crazy, bro. Like the campus, UT used to go crazy, bro, on that day. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was like, man, ah. Uh, Reminiscing on them days, man. I'm just thinking back, man. I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just think that, uh, like, even outside of the actual day or the actual time, I think 420 has just become like the universal sign for like weed culture. Um, so like you'll see party flyers and stuff, and they'd be like 420 friendly, and they ain't nowhere near 420. Mm-hmm. It just mean like they can smoke here, that kind of <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> So it's 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 a trip, man. Right? It's a trip how the culture the the culture that's around me is different, bro. It's just mm-hmm. really is different. Kind of like you, Tommy. I didn't smoke weed when I was in like high school with no shit. But by the time I got to college, um, that's when I first started to partake. And before that, like I always just thought it was like this thing that a few people did here and there mm-hmm. type of shit, but what really shocked me was just like how prevalent it really was, how many people actually smoke weed. So like when you 
when I started to smoke weed, I smoke here and then I smoke at my house and then I smoke at somebody else's house. And you start to see people that you already do yeah. didn't even know these things smoke. <laughs> Man. And so like you sitting in somebody else and then such and such walk in that you know and then they hit the button, you like, oh my nigga, you smoke too. And then, <laughs> They're like, yeah, nigga, you smoke? You're like, goddamn, like, it's this secret thing that niggas don't want nobody to know or something. Yeah. It's like, it's a trip because, because like, the overall culture looks at it negatively, like, it's some bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. people don't really just be putting that on front street until you know. And then, like, mm-hmm. once you know, you just know. It ain't like this thing that everybody out here advertising. Like, yeah, nigga, I smoke weed. Like, yeah, no, nah, it's just, which is why when you had brought up Bow Wow earlier, talking about how he, like, made it a big deal, it's like, yes, because he corny. Corner <laughs> people would make it a big deal like that, but like most people, it's like they just do it, and you don't even yeah. know until you see them doing it. They're like, "Damn, okay." Like I'm not alone here. These yeah, people do that. Right, that right. person does. This person does. These people do it. It's it's crazy. Man, nah, it's it's. Uh, it's what did you say, Steve? Oh no, go ahead. No, nah, I was gonna say it's crazy how like the the situations when you're you're over somebody's house and y'all just have y'all little session and then somebody come in and you're like, whoa, when you start smoking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy, man, how the, the connections you make and, mm-hmm. and the friends that you like form relationships with over smoking, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yes. it's, it's the wildest thing, you know? And, uh, the, and like, like I said, man, the conversations that's had, cause I've never been to a session where it's meant three or more people and we didn't have a fire conversation. Man. Like I've I'm, I'm been to, to a point where like me and, me and my old roommates, like it'll be me and him and we'll sit down, we'll start freestyling. Knowing I can't rap at all, but that was one of the things that we did and I would just make up all type of silly stuff. You know, that's how I found out he could sing. <laughs> like, like knew this dude for three years, and then one one Saturday morning we was we was blowing, and uh, this nigga started sing freestyle singing. It's like, yeah. wait, <laughs> nigga, you could <can> sing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, man, it's it's just it's just wild how the culture is so ingrained into uh our culture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, it's a rich culture too, man. Like you start to learn so much about it, like the the different ways that people smoke and all of that. Because it's like you start. I started off and it was like I'm just rolling a blunt. Like they Mm -hmm. teach me how to roll a blunt, and then it's like a nigga come through and they got a bowl. It's like oh shit, like how do I use this? Right, right. Teach you how to use this, and then they got a bowl. It's like oh my god, like I can do this shit too. Like okay, I can do it this way. Then they start doing like vaporizers. Bro, that shit yes, fucked me up, and, shit. and it's like, nigga, this is another world. Y'all niggas is doing crazy <laughs> shit now. Y'all done blew my mind. It, it was crazy, man, because uh, I remember the, the randomest time that I ever smoked weed. I was helping somebody with a, a pageant, actually, at the Alumni Memorial Building at UT. Mm, mm. And we was, we was in there, we was on stage and shit, and I'm talking and uh, <clears throat> helping out my friend Alicia. She was in it. She needed like some people as a part of her little talent thing. So I was helping with that. And I went like backstage and I was waiting on them to like shift some shit. And it was another girl in there that I knew from like freshman year and shit, but I didn't know her that well. Mm-hmm. This girl named Bull. 
And she was like, hey, I was going to pick up some pizza for the crew and everything. She was like, you want to roll? I was like, I all right, there. cool, cool. She was cool. Yeah, and I, I go and I get in the car with Bull and immediately yep. we start sparking <laughs> up in the car. And it was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, she, she had her own little bowl and she was like, I designed this myself. And it was yeah. like a dragon and shit. And I was like, nigga, how you do this? And then she like showed me how to use shit because it had like two different bowls on it and shit. Dude. And I was like, nigga, this is what's up. And then she was asking me, she was like, nigga, how you get on this shit? And I was like, bro, I just kind of started one day. Yeah. She's like, yeah, bro, that's, that's the best way to do it, bro. When yeah. You get turned on by yourself and shit. And so like we did it and like, it's not that far from the Alumni Memorial Building to uh, fucking Domino's on the strip. By the time we get to Domino's, I'm gone. It's hell. Like, this was like <laughs> early in my smoking days. Wow. I was gone. And we get in there and she was just like laughing. She was like, bro, I always feel like everybody knows. Yeah, like, right. every, everybody right. knows <laughs> that you are. Like, I feel like everybody in here knows right now that we are. And we ain't even saying that. We just in there to pick up the pieces yeah. and get the fuck out. But it was little random shit like that that just like it made me feel good about smoking. Because it'd yeah. be like random little interaction you get with people. It just be so cool and fun, yeah. and it's it's always so lighthearted. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Yo, <Right>. so, <laughs> uh, so it's funny you bring up gas masks and bring up like the best way to get turned on to smoking, because for me it happened completely opposite. Um, <laughs> my first interaction with weed actually came with the gas mask. Uh, and I'm not going to mention the name, but <laughs> it was the neighborhood, you know, it, it was in the neighborhood. It was, you know, you always had that guy in the neighborhood that was like, you know, like, you know, he, he the cool guy. We go over to his crib, play NBA jams. I don't know if he sold drugs or not. Can't get all the way in that. But I was probably about five or six. Well, no, no, no probably about six or seven, maybe eight. Um, and I used to go to this guy's house with my older brother. And, you know, we he had NBA jams. So we'll go over there, play, and I would be there and remind you, these guys are probably like 18, 19, uh, you know, somewhere around in there. And, you know, my brother bringing on the seven to eight-year-old little brother. Uh, I could have been 10. I don't know. But some, but nevertheless, I'm adolescent as hell. And, you know, my first experience with it, and I probably caught a lot of contact because they were smoked too. Yeah. Uh, but mainly I want to come over there to whoop their ass on NBA jams because I didn't have it and they did. Uh, so I'll be there chill and one day somebody got the bright idea to put the gas mask on me and I did it. And nevertheless, all I know is I went home and I went to sleep. But <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, you know, having that interaction with it at an early age um, made it to where I'm if y'all know me, y'all know that I am not, you know, the smoker of the group. Uh, I don't buy. I don't really. I don't roll. I don't know how to roll. None of that. Uh, I'm the casual smoker. If I'm around, you got something. Hey, I may smoke. or I may say I pass. I'm just chilling. Uh, so I've never turned into the smoker smoker. So I wonder if that interaction, that type of that interaction early alone. Uh, changed me from getting to, you know, uh, mm -hmm. having, having a love, love for it. Cause I, I enjoy the smell. I enjoy it. I, you know, I will partake from time to time, but I'm not the one who goes and buys. Um, yeah. now edibles. Yes. I, I like edibles a lot. Um, 
But once again, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for it every day or like I need it, you know. Uh, so it's very interesting that, you know, you brought up the gas mask and brought up how, you know, what I'm saying if you just kind of get the way you get turned on to it. Cause I think that's the reason why I'm not like the biggest smoker, yeah. even though I enjoy 420. Uh, I enjoy you know, I, I just enjoy the whole thing about marijuana itself because I've been around the dealers. I've seen it all my life. I know what it is. I know the different. I mean, you would think I would be the biggest smoker, but clearly I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, you know, saying this year's uh, 420 sneaker release, um, Adidas dropping the, uh, <laughs> if you watch South, uh, South Park, the tile, Tally, mm-hmm. they're dropping some uh, Adidas uh Adidas uh, Compass 80s and they're making they're making it uh it's gonna be the uh, collaboration and it's gonna look like Tally the color and it's gonna have the eyes on the tongue and it's gonna have the little weed <laughs> pouch behind the tongue and then the eyes change colors uh, I'm sitting here debating if I'm gonna get in a raffle for it <laughs> but the fact of the matter is um yeah, so it's interesting with with weed because I'm like I, I hear it in the songs, like I know it. I've been. You would think I would probably be the biggest weed guy, given my experience, but it didn't happen for me that way. It, it went completely different. <laughs> like, you know, I I bought some weed and be like, hey man, you know, some girl be like, I ain't got none. Well, I know somebody with some because. I'm around the miles. So I go pick it up just to you know hang with her. Oh, you like to smoke? Here you go. But I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got plenty of weed stories <laughs> that we would probably share today of me tripping because when I smoke, I'm gone because <laughs> I'm, I'm not the weed smoker. <laughs> bruh, let's get into that. Bruh. Really? Let's get into the tripping. Bruh. Like, I want to. I want to hear the, the Steve tripping story. <laughs> okay, I got. Okay, I'm finna drop. Okay, I got one for you. Um, so one day, you know, so I'm coming back home from college, and I'm hanging with my uh my cousin uh VJ, um, him and his girl, and just so happened, uh, they are smokers, and this is his ex girl, uh, but they are smokers, and they have this little Jeep, right? And I'm in the back seat, and first off, I didn't even know what match meant, so I was just gonna, you know give him some money, you get a bag. But he was like, no, nah, like, you buy your own bag, we buy a bag. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, well, whatever you want to do here, here's the money for it. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he, you know, of course he's tripping on me, he's like, boy. And uh, so whatever. So, you know, we're in this Jeep and we go to the park, Warner Park, uh, we just chilling and we're smoking. Uh, I wouldn't feel like the third wheel, but I'm off at college. I'm coming home to kick it. He like, whatever, like roll. And plus she was super cool anyway. So yeah, it is blunts passing around. And of course I am high off my rocker. And once again, <laughs> uh, you know, I go home and I go to sleep because <laughs> I'm so high. I'm like, bro, I have to sleep this off or something. Yeah. Uh, and I know that they was do whatever they you know was gonna be going to do you know right I go home and I try to sleep and I wake up and I'm still and I'm higher than I was before okay (laughs) so I go get cleaned up because I'm like all right I'm finna just go out kick it that's back when the bowling alley was the place to be right so 
I goes and sits on the couch and my mom's sitting in the living room and I go sit on the couch and she's watching, you know, some, some music videos. Maxwell comes on, uh, you know, the song where it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know get into it. <laughs> and I'm looking at the TV and remind you, I am higher than what I was before. And there's a part where he jumps in the concrete. But I've never seen this video and it like looks all right. And I'm sitting there giggling my ass off and tripping. And I'm like, the hell is going on? And I know my mom's probably over there in the recliner like, yeah, he, he yeah. high as hell. Because she's not <laughs> laughing at any of this. I am laughing so hard <laughs> and trying to keep it in. And it may, you know, because it makes no sense. And like, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> so... Yeah, neither say I, I hop in the car, I go to the bowl alley. Once again, I'm still high and I'm sitting there. I don't go to bowl. I just go and I sit at the, you know how the bowl alley just has the little bar thing. You can sit there yep. and kind of, you know, for, for you to eat. Nah, nah, yeah. I, that's why I sat and I was stuck. And I sat there until I, until I went back home to go back to sleep. Damn. So, yeah. Damn, Steve. Yeah, that, was, that was a hell of a high moment. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Damn. that Maxwell video <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh man. I oh, got so man. I got so many stories too, bro. I was thinking of one while you was talking, Steve. Uh like I had smoke. Um uh, I was at the crib. Like so I got to a point to where I could smoke by myself, you know, to the point where I wouldn't smoke the whole thing. I just smoke like half of it and put it out you know, come back to it later. So I had one of those moves. I'm high as a kite anyway. Cause back then it was like you smoke mid or draw. And I always had a stash of draw. Like cause me being me, I took a piece of my refund check and bought me a nice nice amount. Let in mind I stayed by myself. So <laughs> so what I did was bought me a nice little amount. I don't remember how much it was, but it was enough to last me about six months mm. with continually buying weed. You know what I'm saying? But I never ran out of that stash. So what I did was I bagged it up like separately, <laughs> like put a little, put a little here, put a little there. So I would go to my stashes, you know, and put them all in my stashes. But, um, so I, you know, rolled up, smoked half of it. And called this chick. It was like, what you doing, bro? She was, I lived, uh, you cross the bridge like you're going to Sterling. I know I'm talking directly to Greg at this point. I know Steve has no clue. (laughs) (laughs) You go to Sterling, but it was like behind Sterling. Mm -hmm. It was like, uh, it probably, it was off of Chapman Highway. Well, yeah, yeah, no, it was, what's that other place? Uh, crossing place. So it was like, uh, but I used to go behind there. But you go on Chapman Highway with a, I think Kroger, it was a Kroger. You go all mm-hmm. the way up there and stuff. And it was up on this hill. So it was probably like 10 minutes away from campus. Um, girl, the chick I called, she was in, I want to say North. Where's, uh, what was the East Town Mall at? That's in, uh, it's like Northeast. Yeah. 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 So she was over there. That's 20 minutes away. Right. Yeah, right, right. It ain't no short ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, bro, like, so 
I was like, all right, bet she finna come over. And I knew it was a long ride. Now, let in mind, I'm high as a kite. So uh, what my silly self do, I called her and waited a little minute, like maybe five, six, ten minutes. And then I decided I was hungry. So, <laughs> so I got in my car about to go to Crystal's. Okay, <laughs> Pass the chick. Like I went down the hill, turned left, maybe passed her on that street. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably two or three minutes later, she called me back, said, where are you at? Fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm headed to Crystal's. Where you at? She was like, in front of your house. <sighs> I So normally, I would have just turned around, you know, and had her ride with me. Bruh, I went on to Crystal's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I really messed that one up. Um, went on to Crystal's. And I asked her, I was like, you want something back from Crystal's? Where she couldn't get in the house. So she's just sitting outside. Man. I was like, oh, man. When I got there, she was gone. I was like, and I had asked her to just hold on. I'll be right back. It's like, damn, I should have just fucking waited, man. But yeah, that's one <laughs> of them. Bro, that was the dumbest thing I ever did. Like, I easily could have just turned around. Yeah. <laughs> easily, but never, nope. And never hung out with her again. Mm. <laughs> Damn! Never had a shot. Never had a shot. That again. was it for that. That was it. That was it. Oh I, and I always shoot myself in the foot. I'm like, "Damn, man, that was you just turn around." Nah, bro. You Simple thing. Yep. It was did, more important. Did you ever see her again? Yeah, I saw it. Like I saw her all the time. Yeah. But just Talk never like awkward. she never came out to the crib. Never like never texted me again or anything, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she probably was like, we can't, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's too funny, bro. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, one that's track. A, that's hilarious. Bro, like, uh, it's it's just, like, it's crazy the, the parts of weed that, you know, like, with the music and stuff, like, because it's so many times I created playlists just listening to regular songs and just be like, Damn, like analyzing songs and stuff from the music. Um, um, what's the song Still Smoking with Mystical, man? Um, mm -hmm. like the story, like the story was more vivid, high than anything else, especially the one, uh, I Smell Smoke. That's the smoking session, too. I always, uh, refer back to. Like, he basically told the story of I was getting high in the hotel room. Um, <laughs> I don't put the wet towel under the door, cover the uh, smoke detectors, open the window a little bit. You know, I'm getting ready to just really blow. Somebody come knocking at the damn door like they the police or something, man. I flushed everything down the toilet. Mm -hmm. I was like high sitting there, high listening to what he was saying. I was like, damn, like really devastated of what happened to him during that song because no, that had never happened to me. But I can only imagine flushing this weed down the toilet and it's just your partner at the door. <laughs> you know, like the frustration that I would have with anybody at the door. <laughs> That's like, like the equivalent of, of getting your food and 
through the drive through and then you you miss you miss it and they drop it on the ground. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly <laughs> like that. That <laughs> ain't never happened. Me neither. <laughs> that ain't happened to me either, but I've I've seen it happen. Be <laughs> <laughs> sad for them folks. Like, God damn, I'm breathing. I already <laughs> paid for it. Man, yeah. but uh, <laughs> think about the amount of work he had to put in just to try to smoke. Uh, you know what I always thought about the wet towel under the dough. Yeah, like I was like, did that really work? Because like the rest of the dough has cracks around it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> works, bro. Nothing works. I ain't, no, ain't no secrets, bro. <laughs> it's not gonna. Nothing's gonna stop us at all. People no. gonna know. Yeah, people gonna know. Bro, so uh, <laughs> we used to be like when we would smoke in our apartment when I lived with my roommates and shit, we would always ask our neighbors and shit, like, do y'all smell, you know, smoke around this motherfucker? Like trying to be slick and shit. They were like, Yeah, man, we, we know y'all be smoking. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's, Absolutely. it's like, like, bro, that yeah. shit is funny, man. The the fact that the cover up you try to do, like <laughs> You try to you try to put the red eye in you know in the eye drops or whatnot. Um, right. You spray the axe down, like nigga. It was it was so funny, man. What we would do, like me and my old roommate, we would always we would wake and bake, go to campus, go to class. Then probably around ten or eleven o'clock, we get a break. We go uh, smoke in the car <laughs> on campus now, and then. <laughs> I'll go to work. So the routine to go to work is <laughs> let me put my eye drops in. First off, I'm going to take my sh- the, the shirt that I'm actually wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it off and put it in the trunk <laughs> before we start smoking. Then I, I just got my t-shirt on. So take that off. Spray the axe. <laughs> spray myself down. Then go put my, my regular work shirt on. Make sure my eye drops are straight. Drink some water. And then I go over to like a corner to where I don't have to talk to anybody for a little minute and just do my work there. Bro, I know they knew I was high. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> um, I went to, because I worked uh, when I was on campus, I worked in Circle Park in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. like you go in Circle Park, you go downstairs and shit. Yeah. And so um, I never, I never would smoke before I go to work. But like you said, Steve, like I would smoke like the night before, <laughs> and so like wake up the next morning and then go to work that day. And it, it got to the point where like <laughs> because of change in behavior, shit, niggas knew, <laughs> niggas knew when Greg was high. If I come in there, I, I come in there and I be in this, this you know, upbeat ass mood and shit, and it, it never failed. Somebody would be like, "Bro, you high." I'd be like, God damn, bro! Like y'all niggas always know. Why I can't just be a happy nigga, bro? <laughs> the sudden change of bro. just your entire demeanor. Man, she just me out. I'd be like, damn, bro! I'm just trying to have a good day and shit. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the craziest part, man. One day I was walking to class, and and uh, it was a psychology class about. Uh, your your brain, something yeah. I don't remember what it, what it was called, but um, it was like uh, that day we was talking about behavior changes, mm-hmm. you know, and and the concepts of time, 
And so I'm walking to class and my teacher walks to class with me. And of course, I don't think I was high, but we was talking about like weed, like how weed changes, you know, your perception of things. And he was like, you know, talking about uh, how he used to smoke weed in the seventies and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Never did I say that I smoke weed. So we get to class. He says, start talking about how weed slows down your perception of time. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of the, you know, of his sentence, it ain't that particular sentence, but in the middle of the sentence, he was like, ain't that right, Tommy? In front of the whole class. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> yeah, you right, bro. You right. Like, bro, I was like, how this man just tell everybody I smoke, man? <laughs> Pretty much. Bro, everybody in the street. class turned around and looked at me and I'm sitting there, you know, I'm sitting around people. They know my name and yeah. shit. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, everybody in this motherfucker is going to say he smokes. Was it one of them big classes? One of them big classes, bro. It was yeah. one on the hill. Like, I can't remember the building, but it's like you walk up the steps and turn left. It wasn't the math building. But uh-huh. It was like, uh, I want to say it was right across the thing from the math building. Yeah. Bro, I was like, damn, this motherfucker ratted me out. Then I was like, I don't care. <laughs> right. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> then I started coming to class high. So. <laughs> <laughs> they might get you permission. Right, basically. <laughs> basically, but no, nah, man, I think it's so cool how, you know, people always have stories. Like, we, like, me and Steve grew up, you and Steve never uh, didn't know each other until the podcast, and uh, me and you, Greg, me and Greg went to the same school. We all have stories of our experiences with weed and stuff like that. Um, one question I do want to know, um, what was y'all favorite smoking song? If y'all had to choose one. This is going to be funny, bro. Because you mean like while I'm smoking. While you smoking. <laughs> nigga, like, this is what's hilarious, the song you got to listen to? Nigga, it has nothing to do with smoking at all. It has <laughs> absolutely zero to do with smoking. But nigga, I would like to sit on my couch and I would turn on YouTube and turn on the video for the Black Eyed Peas Meet Me Halfway. Because that video is so vivid, bro. <laughs> it was such an experience to watch that video high, bro. Like, I loved it. <laughs> I fucking loved it. To this day, if I watch it, it just brings back those memories and shit. Because yeah. it's just, because they in, like, outer space and all that extra shit in there. And it's it's crazy. It's cool as hell. And and then you got, like, uh, it's the way that, like, Ferdinand sing the song and shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's, like, very angelic and all that in the real shit. <laughs> and so it's it's crazy, bro, just to listen to it and, and watch that watch that video while you uh, while you high is crazy. I definitely recommend it. Highly <laughs> recommend it, bro. Like if if you high and you need something to get through the next three to five minutes, nigga, like turn that video on and watch that hook and just experience it, bro. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and honestly, because because I've given you the recommendation and then you do it and experience it. Every time that you smoke from that point on, you're going to be like, I'm going to have to watch this video. Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Steve? Um, I don't have like a favorite song. Um, Like while I'm in the act, it's just kind of whatever's on at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
so I don't have a favorite one. That's one that I don't have. Um, but I, I just, for me, it just always turns into like this amazing, enlightened conversation. Yeah. Um, that you get from whoever you're with, and by that point, like I don't even know what the music that's on. <laughs> like, we're just talking, <laughs> and then at some point, we'll be like, "Man, it's dead silent in here." Yeah. <laughs> and no music on, no nothing, yeah. and we're high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the time, like since I'm like more of a social individual with it, I'm out. I'm never like by myself. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know it's kind of whatever situation we're in at the moment. That's uh, too funny. So I don't have a favorite no. song Damn. Uh, while doing it. That's too funny, man. I used well, to. What's your favorite like song about weed? Yeah, that you can think of. Uh, it, it would have to be either Five on it or uh, Afro Man because uh, mm. I got high. One of the two. Um, <laughs> five on it because high. it's just a classic. Yeah. yeah. And then Afro Man is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that is a funny song. Um, yeah. So it's between it's between those two. Bro, it's crazy. Just thinking about it, bro. Um, we used to listen to Rick James, uh, Mary Jane as we rolled up. Like it wasn't like we got ridiculous with it. By the time we started having like, okay, this is our playlist for this yeah. session. Cause me and my roommate always had sessions. Like we had a Friday night session, a Saturday morning freestyle session, uh, <laughs> a birthday session. Um, and then we, you know, smoke daily at night. Um, <clears throat> so rolling what up. What y'all used to roll up on? Just like so we I had throw this in here. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a table. We had a uh it was like a God damn, it was it was a book that we had that we would you said what? it was like a little journal, damn. like notebook book that we had, and uh we would consistently roll on that. But it it was like we would roll on it because we had like folded it in a way to where like if we're like grinding the weed down on the on the notebook, yeah, we could just pick it up. And just be like, I, right. <laughs> and it yeah. flows perfectly into the into the rap or whatnot, yeah. man. Uh, what else did we have? He he got a tray that he used to roll up on, and uh, yeah, that's what we did, man. That's how I we asked did. that question because, <clears throat> like I said earlier, we worked in the mailroom at UT, and so like we sent out people's diplomas, we sent out their admission <laughs> letters. We sent out like the diploma tubes and shit like that. Yeah. And so what we had in there was like the admissions letters that people get with like the official like uh, yeah. torchbearer and shit on there. Yeah. They would take those and like cut them in half and make them into like little like notepads <laughs> that you can write shit on. Yeah. And so we would literally roll up on them just on the admissions letters. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> and so we had people over. To smoke a couple of times, and they was like, "Bro, hell no, y'all <laughs> niggas over here, right? This is a ambitious letter." <laughs> it was crazy. Bro. That shit was crazy. Oh man, like, dude, man, the rolling song, Mary Jane, uh, Mary Jane, yeah, and we would sit there and roll like ten, eleven blunts, and then uh, we'll smoke. So we'll start smoking and. 
you know, because of, uh, not because I got high, but I got five on it. Um, yeah. I get high. Um, mm-hmm. I'm th- I can't remember who sang that song. Just, uh, Styles, Styles P. My, Styles P, yeah. yeah. Styles P, because I, uh, I get high. I get high. I get high. Anyway, um, yeah. that um, Bone, Bone was huge, man. For smokers on there, for smokers on there, on there. Bro, like, oh, man, y'all take really taking me back, man. Mm. Damn, that was a time, man. That was a real live time. I remember one time uh, Memphis was playing UT, and it was for the number one spot. So we basically had two different parties going on at our place. Like, one was in the living room, and then the other one was in my room. The smokers was in my room. (laughs) But everybody else was in the living room. And so, bro, we sitting there watching the game. We smoking. And at some point, we stopped watching the game and had a check-in session. Nigga, the funniest time to be alive, bro. Like, we just in there. Everybody throwing jokes. (laughs) I mean, everybody. Like, nobody was safe. Everybody throwing jokes, and then somebody got offended. (laughs) It was like, damn. Nah, that was like, yeah. Fun times, man. Fun times. I don't even know what else to say about weed, man. I'm I'm looking forward to this versus just because of the history with Method Man and Red Man and how high. Like, because how high was such a classic movie about weed. It's like, I ain't even know these guys was into weed that much like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I just recently found out Red Man has a song that teaches you how to roll a blunt. The name of the song is How to Roll a Blunt. <laughs> I listened to it yesterday. I was like, hmm, that's how you roll a blunt, man. <laughs> like, I mean, Steve, man, if you don't know how to roll a blunt, man, listen to that song. He definitely teaches you thoroughly how to roll a blunt and then teaches you how yeah, to I've fix a blunt if somebody spits on it too much. Because <laughs> niggas do that shit, bro. Niggas, bro. It was one dude we used to roll with all the time. We smoke with all the time, but we would never let him roll because it was like the tip always used to be wet. Yeah. You'd be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, he cannot roll. <laughs> He's like, why is the tip? Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> bro, we let my nigga Chauncey roll one time and then my did this shit and we was like, never. Like, never. We not letting you do this shit no more. <laughs> Oh man, but you hate that shit though. Or or you get somebody that rolls and it's like holes in it. Bruh. Like once <laughs> you sit up there playing the Indian flute trying to smoke and shit, man. <laughs> holes all in the blunt, man. You be like, what did you do? Right. You know, my homeboy. I stopped using like blunt reps and shit and started using like tops papers and shit. Yeah. But yeah. it was a lot easier to just put a couple of them hoes together and roll it up mm-hmm. that way. Because using them, them blunts, they be, the little leaves, that shit be breaking and folks be having hoes, like you said. Yeah. yeah. 
Or they end up having to like double wrap the shit. You be like, nigga, I want this shit. <laughs> I ain't good at smoking paper. Like, bro, yeah. it, it got to the to the point for me. I used to start breaking them back down. Cause it's mm. it's like we would never run out of wraps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We would run out of weed well, out of weed, but we'd always have blunts. So it's like uh I was like, man, fuck it. You got a lot of holes in this shit, or it didn't wrap right. Here, read like take it out. <laughs> Take it out, just scrape it out. We rewrap it, man. Try um, it in. Yeah, that's it. Like, bro, I, like I didn't like rolling, but I knew how to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's like, man, you get some people, they just didn't know how to. Like, or you get some where it's too much air in it, like you smoking too much air, and then it burns your throat and shit. <clears throat> yes. Damn. Yep. That's this, why we uh. This motherfucker's too loose. Shit. Eventually. Yeah. Because it was a lot easier just put a little bit in that motherfucker. Yeah. Like that hole real quick. And once it's done, it's done. Yeah. Man, I used to hate them bowls, man. I used to burn my finger. I'm just... <laughs> you bullshitting, bro. You bullshitting. Man, like... <laughs> you bullshitting. Man, really, smoked out of a bone? Huh? Yeah. Have y'all done the bone? It's, a, it's the same yeah. concept with same lighting concept. and shit with yeah. the ball. Yeah. With the water in the bottom, you pull yeah. out the... Yeah. That Now that... I've had a more enjoyable time with that than an actual blunt. Because uh, it, it's just straight smoke. Like I said, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. But once you learn yeah. how to do it, because you got to catch it, because once you, because some folks don't know how to how to do it. Yeah, I remember having to learn how to do it. I was like, what? And you pull a, you pull, I don't even know what it's called. You mm-hmm. pull a knob out and nothing happens. Like, stop. You're going, you got to start it, then pull it out, and then <laughs> Yeah, it happened. It's like, yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to get the smoke to be trapped inside of that motherfucker, mm-hmm. so you can just mm-hmm. like pull it out afterwards and shit. And folks don't be know what they do. Yeah, nah, <laughs> hell nah. <laughs> he was like, nah, bro, you yeah. ain't doing it. Like, <laughs> bro, like, it's like, all oh, that shit is wild, man. And it's it's fun times. Like it, it didn't mm-hmm. get until we got older until we started figuring out, oh, this is actually medicine. You know, it can, it can actually mm-hmm. help heal some certain things, man. And that's that's the thing that I want people to really kind of pay attention to when it comes to weed, you know, um, not the, oh, it's a drug. Like, no, it's a plant that you intake into your body. Same, it's no different from alcohol. You know what I'm saying? The recipe is different, yeah, but you don't have to do anything to it. You know what I'm saying? So um, I enjoy talking about weed. I enjoy talking about 420 just because the the celebration of it itself alone, especially when we was in college, um, the camaraderie that we had, like people coming together. Like, bro, it was like a real, like, I don't know why nobody ever thought about this, but like we would come together have a session, a 420 session, but nobody, it, nobody, everybody just only brought snacks. Nobody actually brought a, a meal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, that never made sense to me. Like, why yeah. we have all these snacks knowing that we're about to be hungry as shit? So, um, I did it wrong, bro. <laughs> man, <laughs> terribly wrong. Bro, I went to the store high one time and was like, that's all it took. Me to yeah. go to the store high one time, I never went back high again. <laughs> they went in there and got all snacks and was grocery shopping for the week. <laughs> it was like, this was dumb. 
Um, gonna go back to the store tomorrow. But um, no, man, just just really just sitting back talking about 420, just just kind of like reminiscing on on days that you know when when you smoked, you know, and uh, the times that you had. Those were fun times, like the people that you met because of a thing that you decided to do, um, the conversations that you had with people. Like before, like if I never smoked, I wouldn't have been able to relate to my teacher on a on a like a, a higher quote unquote level um, than I did just because I wouldn't have known what he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Or I wouldn't have ever experienced what he was talking about. And so um, <laughs> it's funny I'm about to say this, but I've had some high times, man. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but it's it's all enjoyable and all fun, man. Um, if y'all don't have anything, do y'all have anything else? Uh, uh also just to mention, it had <clears throat> brought one of the uh such great times for everyone with you know the development of Rolling Loud, which uh is a pretty much a festival concert yeah. for, you know, um, the baby threw out pounds of weed at Rolling Loud. Yeah. And then also, I mean, <laughs> it's a booming, incredible business at the moment and it's legal in certain states, well, at least federally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it just gets a bad rap. I really don't think it need to be looped in with drugs. Mm-mm. It just is what it is, man. It's, it's, it's marijuana. Sure. It's weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's weed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it, man. Um, well, once again, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Giggers podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube page. Um, follow, subscribe to the actual podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, like Google Podcasts or Apple Apple Podcasts, Deezer. Uh, Spotify and all those things, man. So wherever you listen to them, please just go subscribe, check us out, and uh, you'll never miss anything that we drop. Also, um, if you um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the Third. You got Greg at Instantly underscore G, and you got Steve at the Great Steve O Steve. So give us a follow. Also, let us know some of your favorite. Um, 420 stories like we just reminiscent today on this podcast let us know we want to hear your stories as well man um did i forget anything guys or you guys got anything else to say uh well hey man if y'all coming in y'all share some stories there's another story i got that i gotta tell y'all about the hot wings that I thought was going to follow me that never moved. Uh, so if y'all share a story, I will share that one with you as well. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, um, not too much more. The only thing I want to say, you know, normally I guess I'll throw out that, that wise words of the day. Um, the only thing I want to share with everybody, man, Hey, God damn, make some memories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go make some memories, man. Cause uh, it's some fun times out here to be had uh go make the best of life because i sure did when i yeah. was in florida uh for sure there's some great times yeah. that's, that's it, it. <laughs> <laughs> what you got man anything <laughs> nothing man i ain't got nothing man just shout out to all the people who have ever smoked weed people who will smoke weed all of the artists music about it 
Uh, shout out to the hometown, uh, Lil White, my smoking song. Yeah. Shout out to Alcaz, Crumbling Earth. Yep. Uh, just, yeah, just go have some good times, like, uh, like Steve said. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, man. Um, I'm out. Peace. <laughs>